now that Awesome X has defeated all the supervillains in the city, okay. it's time Xander Cruz got focused. Xander Cruz. You're Awesome X. Awesome X. X, yes. Maybe read a newspaper once in your life. Screw it. Shoot it. Bring it, you cyborg sons of bitches! I'm all shot up, man. You ain't gonna die. Say the freaking word. <laughs> only the adult swim podcast i'm your host bryce hope and where'd you get brain chemical i'm here with my co-host alex and so <laughs> we're talking today we're talking about a very important show to me i think like i would probably say this is like maybe one of the top like three shows that influence my vocabulary oh my god yeah i was watching this and i was just like damn you've been saying that since you were 15 yeah like this show we're talking about frisky dingo by the way oh yeah um so this is the second show in the adam reed pipeline it goes c-lab 2021 and then they do frisky dingo for two seasons which are basically just like two movies because each season is just kind of like each season starts out with a series of plot threads that they just keep on like pulling on and then it just gets like more and more convoluted and like fucked up until it gets to like this insane conclusion uh, they do carry over stuff between seasons but each season feels like its own contained like movie yeah basically like it doesn't feel like any other adult swim show at the time yeah season we, we watched all of season one i've never seen the show before um yeah. we watched all of season one and we were, we're gonna start season two at some point yeah we'll, we'll, we'll probably, we'll probably do two episodes yeah this show is good enough that i i mean i i love c lab i don't want to claim that isn't that isn't good enough but this show is important enough to me that I think it each season does each season deserves its own episode. Yeah, why not? Um, See, lab, it's good. It's not as like this is. I feel like this is his best show. Right. Um, Archer. Better than Archer. Okay, so I think the first three or four seasons of Archer are as good as this, but I think that um, there are stretches of Archer that are just kind of like okay. Yeah. Where I think Archer. Archer is the Archer is more like okay sometimes when it's not like peak, but Frisky Dingo, literally every single scene has something that makes me lose my shit laughing. It is just like a perfect little piece of comedy, and that's why I think it might be like better than um than Archer honestly. That's why I think it's better than C Lab because there's a lot of rough patches in C Lab, especially after like Harry Gauze dies, yeah. and all that I, stuff. I have no like horse in the race. I've seen like five episodes of Archer. I was just curious. Yeah, but um, so the show was created after C Lab 2021 ends in like 2005. And so the thing about Adult Swim is, like, especially when, like, Lazo likes you, if your show ends, he's not going to – you're just going to get a new show, basically. He'll be like, what else do you got? And so <laughs> That's funny. they were working on – they were working on this show for a while. It was called Whiskey Tango 6, which is going to be about, like, a superhero group. Mm -hmm. And then the concept eventually evolves into, like, Frisky Dingo. And I kind of think um, – it says that, like, on the Wikipedia page, that Killface was going to be, like, a main villain, but he was not going to be, like, one of the main characters. It almost kind of feels like 
before they started this show, they went through like the same development of like season one of the Venture Brothers. Because when they're making season one of the Venture Brothers, they were like, okay, so the Monarch is going to be one of many supervillains. But as they made season one, they're like, oh wait, the Monarch is like one of the best characters ever and so we they just want to keep on using the monarch because they like him so much did they collaborate at all the teams the two teams or doing archer but like um fisky dingo and Venture yeah Brothers? just in general like there'd, there'd be any reason for the similarities no 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 i don't think i don't think they um i don't think they did there was something interesting though um the jg thurwell the guy who does the score for venture brothers which is like one of the best television scores ever right starting with season seven he started scoring archer and it's it's insane it sounds awesome That's cool yeah but i think uh, also um God, I can't stop yawning. doc and jackson said that um <sighs> they think archer is the closest thing to like the venture brothers on television but I don't think like well, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't think that they've ever directly collaborated. But I know that Brandon Small has. Brandon Small was in this. Obviously, he's like the two interns in the first episode, which are like incredibly fucking funny. Oh, the show just starts off great. And then Brandon Small is also all over um, Venture Brothers. Like Brandon Small is playing a lot of characters on Venture Brothers, so they do have that sort of like connection between them. Yeah. And um, but I don't think like the seventy thirty, which is like C Lab and Archer. I don't think the seventy thirty guys collaborate with like Astro Base. Uh, that's all, a, too much. That, that was a, it's a great start to the show. They just introduce Killface immediately, and they just show like what type of show it's good. It's great. I fucking love that first episode. I think it's so funny. I do kind of notice though that um, with Killface, they they definitely want to make him more menacing at first, and they also make him more unlikable at first because yeah. he's like he's like beating the shit out of like Valerie. Yeah, and stuff. That, that was yeah, that was kind of weird. But um. But I think they kind of realize that when Killface is just kind of like a pathetic dad, then it's a lot. It's a lot funnier. Yeah, he's just, he's just like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just like. I mean, he's he still kills people. Um, there's a great moment in season two. I'm not even gonna be worried about spoilers because yeah, fine. I know you don't care. And this show has been this show has been out for 15 years, so I'm sure nobody else cares about spoilers. Yeah, anyone, but, anyone watching a, a episode of a podcast about Frisky Daniels gonna have seen it. Yeah. There's a really great – there's, like, a character throughout the first half of um, of season two who's, like, Killface's campaign, campaign campaign manager. Yeah. And she's just, like, there all the time, and she's telling him what to do. And towards, like, the – because they – season two is kind of split into, like, um, the first eight are, like, the campaign, and the last four are just kind of, like, wrapping up the series. Yeah. And so towards the end of, like, the first eight, she says something that pisses him off really bad. And she's, like, screaming at him. And you see Killface's eyes narrow. And he just raises up his gun and shoots her in the fucking face. Huh. And <laughs> it's very – it's it's hilarious. It's well, a, now, now I'm going to know what happens to her. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's a great scene. But um, I think that's also they, – they never really take that away from Killface. He'll still, like, randomly, like, murder people. Yeah. But he's well, – Because he's, he's the villain. Well, he's not the villain, but you know what I mean. I don't even know if he's the villain because um, he is like Santa Cruz is an asshole. Yeah, he's one of the few. Killface is one of the few um, characters with like positive qualities because he is genuinely like a good dad. That's true. Like he cares. Some about, of my favorite interactions that they had in season one were with him and uh, Simon, right? Yeah, 
He cares. He cares about Simon. Yeah, I'm awful with names, by the way. No, it's fine. He cares, <laughs> he cares about like he cares about like I like um, when they're in the hospital and like Simon's got like the tiniest little scrape on his elbow and Killface has like the pipe jutting out of his yeah. lung and then he, he like wants the doctor to. Um, and it's like not a joke. It's not a gag. Yeah, it's not... he wants the. I mean, it's, it is kind of a joke because he's got the pipe in it, but like it's he still he wants the doctor to treat. Right. It's not Simon like sarcastic. Face. It's not sarcastic. Yeah, like he Killface isn't like you know being sarcastic because he does genuinely like love Simon right. that much. And there was a great arc in season two where. Um, Simon comes out as gay during his presidential. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, and this the the turns that takes and like the resolution to it is amazing. But um, but like Xander Cruz, I think is far less sympathetic. He's much more of like an asshole. Oh yeah, no, he's a dick. And so I think <laughs> um, I think that uh, Killface is definitely the more like sympathetic character sure. in that regard. Yeah. But um, this show was a huge show for me because um. I got into because like the five shows that I got into that got me into um, like Adult Swim basically were King of the Hill, Futurama, um, Archer, Aqua Teen, and The Venture Brothers. Is Archer show on Adult Swim? No, but Archer is an Adult Swim show. Okay. It's an Adult Swim show in my heart. Sure, no, I don't disagree. I, I just didn't know if it ever aired on it. It should have, but it didn't. Um, but um, so I was I was fucking I was, I'm about 13 at this time. I am fucking obsessed with Archer. I adore Archer. It's like one of my favorite things on TV. This is also when there was only four seasons out, so like Archer never made anything like kind of like mid-tier even though I still love all of Archer. But um Archer was just like I thought it was the funniest show I'd ever seen in my entire life and mm-hmm. I needed more of it. And so I would also just spend hours just on like Is that, is that where we got phrasing? Yes, Archer. Yeah. That is that is straight from Archer. I remember that. Um, I am on, I was just scrolling on like my iPad, you know, whatever, just like looking at, um, looking up stuff about like these shows that I love. And a lot of things that I saw was like, oh, if you, people were saying like, if you love Archer, you need to watch the show called Frisky Dingo. And, um, cool. yeah. And so <laughs> I, I looked it up and I'm like, oh, this show, you, this show is like two DVDs. They cost like, you can get them for like five bucks on Amazon. And so I just bought them one day and I just like, I bought them during like a snowstorm yeah. from like Amazon. I remember just like watching all of it and I thought it was like the, it was, it just changed the way my brain worked forever. Something, something I do is like, if it's an adult swim show that isn't like American dad or, or like family guy or whatever, mm-hmm. I just assume that like not a lot of people have heard of it, which obviously is not the case, but it, it's cool that. That they were like, oh, you should just watch Frisky Dingle if you like Archer. Yeah, that's that's what that's basically like everything I saw. Like, if you like um, Frisky Dingo, then just like, I'm sorry, if you like Archer, then just watch Frisky Dingo. And it's just Frisky I, Frisky Dingo was kind of part of that second generation of shows for me, but it was so like found. It's so foundational. I kind of consider it like part of the first generation of those shows to me. But um, so yeah, the first season is just about like. Killface has built the Annihilatrix, which is going to pers- push the Earth into the sun. And, That's base. Yeah, and Xander, <laughs> and Xander Cruz um, wants to make Killface, like, an action figure so he can continue, like, paying for the Exticles so they can keep hanging out. Because Kill fucking love the Exticles. The Exticles are amazing. They made a spinoff. <laughs> fucking... Did they really? It, it lasted two episodes. I, do, I remember. Damn, it, I that's remember, cool though. I remember it wasn't that great. Aww, okay. Um, because the production company shuts down after season two of Frisky Dingo because they basically went bankrupt. Oh, okay. And so they, um, and so they shut down and. Oh, um, still watch them. Exical episodes. Yeah. Oh, I have a um. I have a, we're going to do a little bit of a merch corner here because I want to talk about the merch, all the merch that I have for Adult Swim shit because I'm just obsessed with it. But yeah, that's um, fine. I have a, I have a bootleg DVD that I got off eBay 
that's like um back when adults used to do their own do the build your own dvd thing so it's like right. most of perfect hair forever and then both episodes of the exticles are Cannot on it stand perfect hair I like perfect hair, but um, we'll t- if we do Gamusetu, we're gonna talk about that a lot on Gamusetu. I, th- I think. Okay, well, we'll fix that. Microphone just <laughs> fell. What the fuck? Sorry, guys. Um, they're not even gonna know because we're gonna. It's fine. Um, so <laughs> where we were talking about like perfect hair forever. <laughs> yeah, I said I didn't like it, and you said when we talk about Gamusetu, we're gonna. Talk yeah, about we do. When we do Gamusetu, we'll talk a lot. I liked Gamusetu. What I watched of it. Well, Game of Seru is a far better show, I think. Even though I, even though I personally love Perfect Hair, I think Game of Seru is a Game of Seru is like a kind of a similar concept executed in a much better well, way. Like, it's a, a lot of it's a, it's charming. Perfect Hair, I I just didn't like it. I'd yeah, have to, I'd have to rewatch it. It's been Perf- years. Perfect but... Hair is very much um, Perfect Hair is very much an anime parody made by like Gen X. Yes, but Game of Seru is an anime parody made by Max, who's like a massive fucking weeb, and so it's just like. You, it it works better as a parody of anime because Max has all of that in his brain. Is he Gen Z or millennial? He's millennial. Yeah. Um, Keep forgetting we're still young. Yeah, we're very young, but like, um, like relatively speaking. Yeah, but yeah. So like, Kill Killface wants to push the Earth into the sun. Xander Cruz wants to make him an action figure, and it just kind of it's just kind of about like marketing, which is fun. It's about like marketing, and it's about like billionaires how shitty they are and it's yeah. and it's about like health insurance too like none of the characters it's, have health insurance it's it's a good show like they they just poke a lot of fun at like concepts like that about like how billionaires are assholes yeah. About, yeah it's surprisingly leftist for i mean there's still a lot of like early 2000s adult swim humor in it which does not age well nope and which may <laughs> i would not blame anybody if it turns them off from this show but for what it is, I think it's surprisingly leftist in how it's just about like you know this billion these fucking this billionaire asshole is just kind of like ruins everybody's lives and nobody has like health insurance like there's um Killface has got a pipe jutting out of his lung and he's like arguing with Stan who who like sprained like his ankle and Stan's got like getting wheeled out on like a wheelchair yeah. and stuff like that like it's his um like sin has to go to the unemployment office and stuff like that even though she's like a fucking like cyborg from space it's it's very ventury in that sort of way right I think. yeah well that, that's how a lot of back to the show having humor that doesn't age well that's how a lot of like mid-2000s like center-left commentary was absolutely it just wasn't as aware as yeah we not as we mean, are now but like like as as, yeah. as like center left comedy is now yeah but um so it's it's very venture in that way because venture brothers is also about that because but i think venture brothers the, the key difference between this and venture brothers is that venture brothers takes like a definitely a more like serious approach to this whereas um frisky dingo will like if if they get tired of a character. Killface will shoot that character in the face, and they're just gone. Frisky Dingo was a massive shit post, pretty much. But it was awesome. Frisky, yeah. Frisky Dingo is much more of a shit post. It's like Archer, but unhinged. Is basically yeah, the way to describe it. Yeah, I how you described it. It's, it's like at one point they just end up like slaves. Basically. Yeah, they get they get they get enslaved at a sweatshop, and they're both blind. And there's a point where they're just like wandering naked through the sewers after like escaping from um, after escaping from like the sweatshop and stuff. And it's just that's one of the things that I really love about Frisky Dingo is that it's kind of like um, when you watch it, you're like, how do how did we get here? And that's also something that I was saying that um, when Stranger Things four came out earlier this year, yeah, 
I remember watching Stranger Things 4, and there's a part in it where, like, these characters go to, um, you know, like, the, you know, like, the, um, the kid Dustin? Um, yeah, I've never seen Stranger Things, but I know, you know, who, you know, I know who Dustin that is. is. I know who that is. And so, like, Dustin has a girlfriend who's, like, a Mormon. <laughs> and she lives in like like actually like an actual Mormon yeah okay. and she lives in like Utah and there's a part where like a bunch of characters who are like situated on the west coast need to like find Eleven or something and so they like they go to like this Mormon house and they're like dealing with like her parents and stuff and I'm watching this and I'm I like that's going on Hopper the like the the um the David Harbour that one guy he's in Russia like he's in Russia in like a gulag and I'm watching this and I feel I'm, like I knew that happened I feel like I heard that that happened yeah, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, this feels like Frisky Dingo. Like that's cool. Like the way that the way that's because uh, like, I'm a, I'm a huge Stranger Things defender. Like I a lot. I think that it gets a bad rap. I think the first season is genuinely great television, and I think it does get it does get marginally worse every season. But I still enjoy it a lot. That's how a lot of things are. But um, I th- but it's so funny because like when because Stranger Things is so huge and there's so much going on with all these characters and like because it's it, it is it really does feel like Frisky Dingo where it starts off at a certain point and then it just goes off in so many crazy fucking directions and you kind of feel like how did we get here? Yeah, I had no idea. Like like at one point in Frisky Dingo, Simon is hanging out with that like kingpin while they're doing like torpedo Vegas fights or some shit. Yeah. Oh, I love Torpedo Vegas. Yeah, it's just like like from episode some one you have no idea <laughs> yeah and season two goes even like harder on that i think that's cool but also i because like um season two does that does continues a lot over from season one but it kind of like it builds on those threads while introducing a lot of like new ones and also um have you ever, have you ever seen arrested development you've shown me a few episodes i don't remember anything that about. is a the show is very arrested development and archer is also very arrested development to the fact that archer kind of like Jessica Walters' character on Archer is just her character on Arrested Development, but she's, like, a spy instead of just, like, a real estate, like, mogul. Right. So, um, Adam Reed definitely is, like, he was definitely huge into Arrested Development, and you can definitely see it in Frisky Dingo, but I think Frisky Dingo does it better than Arrested Development does, even though I love that show, too. Yeah, you showed me that show in, like, 2016 or something. I don't, yeah, I don't, it's, I don't it's, it's a great show. I love Arrested Development, but I do think that I kind of like, I definitely like Frisky Dingo more. But, I I like I'm glad we watched it. I was like we mentioned in the last episode. I was gonna watch it over the course of my having the flu. Yeah, and I never did because yeah. I had the fucking flu. But I, I'm glad I, I'm glad we sat down and watched it. It was really fucking good. Yeah, um, there's a lot of great characters. So there's the, there's the Exticles, obviously, who everybody loves. It's just a frat. Oh, oh I, this is the, <laughs> this is the thing I was because one of the things. Because the big thing about this show is that it very much influenced the way that I talk, and like a yes. lot of the things in this show are just stuff that I've that I've just like said to you for like years. And one of the, the one I was th- trying to think of earlier that I couldn't come up with was um, when they're like they're watching like Mitzi and Verl in the third episode, and one of them is like, "I wish I had someone like her growing up." The other one goes, "Dude, save her for group." Yes, dude, you say that all. Fucking I time. say that. All the fucking well, time. Well, you used to say bush and or cacao. I remember that. Like, yeah, I remember saying I said that all the time, like verbatim. Like yes. bush and or cacao. That's in season. I think that's in, actually in season two. I was about to say because I was waiting the entire. Once I once I realized they were saying cacao, I was like silently waiting for them to say that. They say it in season. They say it towards the end of season two. Right. But um, 
there's another big one for me is a lot of the stuff that Watley says is big for me because I think Watley's voice is really fucking funny. Watley just in general is a very enjoyable character. Like, um... I love Simon. Simon's my favorite character. I love Simon. He's funny. When, like, the seagulls attack him and he's like, but I gave you breadcrumbs! Yeah. Like, that's, that was a big one for me. You know, you, that's like a voice you do. So yeah, like, yeah. I do, I do the, Wat, the Watley voice has been incorporated into, like, my vocabulary. Like, another big one is, um... When, like, because Wadley kind of leaves the show halfway through, and he's, like, he's he's just in the ocean. Yeah. Because the guys from Holland are chasing him. Right. But, um. Yeah. And so, it, it, like, they're kind of doing some, like, kill faces. Like, yeah, I bet he's dead. And then it cuts to him, and he's just, like, fighting the shark from that Sea Lab episode. Yeah, yeah, that was season one. Yeah, the, but I'm saying that happened in season oh, one. Oh, oh, oh. He's fighting the shark, and he's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I put that was we because we had, we had just watched the other episode on Tuesday. Yeah, the Sea Lab episode with that shark in it. Yeah, and he's fighting the shark, and he's like, "Stop it!" Like that's that's something that. that's something that I say like all the fucking time. Yeah, and I pointed out I was like, "That's the exact same shark, uh, like what's what's the word entity?" It's it's the same shark drawing. That's it. Yeah, like it's the same shark asset that they use. Um, asset, that's the word. Because, like, there's a lot of stuff like that in this early Adult Swim stuff. Like, the shark that's the main antagonist in 12 Ounce Mouse shows up in, like, Space Ghost and Aqua Teen and Sea Lab. That's cool. Yeah, because, like... Yeah, you told me that. The shark from 12 Ounce Mouse is a drawing made for the original Sea Lab 2020. Hmm. It's in, like, the intro for Sea Lab 2020. Right. And then it's just, like, a single frame that looks you weird. Did, you did tell me that. Yeah, and then he's, like, he's, like, old Kentucky shark on Space Ghost, and then he's in, like, uh, he's in, like, the an Aqua Teen episode in, like, season one, and they use him as, um, the shark. I need to, I need to actually sit down and listen to, to 12 Ounce Mask when we, when we watch it from now. Oh, we'll definitely do it. Or Zoo Day. Yeah. Sorry, Another sorry, thing, <laughs> the guy who voices the shark voices Killface and Xander Cruz, Adam Reed. That's cool. And I think that Adam Reed, because Adam Reed, I think, might be, I used to always say that H. John Benjamin is my favorite voice actor. I, I like H. John Benjamin. But I think it might be Adam Reed. Well, yeah, go on, finish with that, because mine's not related. Because, like, I love Adam Reed, so, I love his delivery so much, and, like, he, most of his stuff is, like, really, really fucking funny. Like, like, like his Xander Cruz voice is the same voice that he uses for Ray, and it's kind of like a single octave higher than his normal speaking voice, and I right. think it's the funniest shit in the world. His voice for Killface is great, but something that he's great at with both Shark and Killface is that he can genuinely be, like, kind of menacing sometimes. Oh, I mean, Shark's, Shark's fucking freaky. Yeah, like, um... Like, when sh there's, like, a monologue in season one of Mouse when Shark is describing, like, the sensation of what it feels like when, like, a when like a head bursts in your mouth when you're eating it. Yeah. And, like, it's genuinely, like, fucking, like, it's not scary. It's genuinely, like, threatening. And there's some stuff that Killface does in season two that's also, like, he's Killface, so he can't be that threatening. But, like, there's a really good scene where Killface gets pushed past, like, his absolute limit yeah. and the, when he decides he's fully gonna destroy the world. <laughs> and, like... He it it is kind of like he can he can be genuinely menacing with that kill face voice and I like it. It's it's so like he's just such a good voice actor, you know. What were you gonna say? Uh, H. John Benjamin. No, yeah, okay. So it was about how Xander Cruz looks a lot like Archer. Yes, Xander Cruz is Archer with um with Ray's voice basically. Right. And Archer was famously pitched um to the FX executives as Xander Cruz but a spy. Yeah, I but, mean, that's pretty much pretty much what he is. Yeah, but um, so is it, what what accent does Killface have? Is it Australian? 
thought it was British. I always thought it, it was. It might be. I'm not because he uses he uses a lot of British words. Like he uses the word "sodding." That's in, true. In one scene, like he, I I think it is just like a really funny British accent so, that he does. So is Adam Reed American or British? Adam oh, Adam Reed's American. Okay. Adam Reed is the most like. If you hear him talking as like like I said, his voice is just Xander Cruz and Ray, but like slightly like like slightly lower. And he's he's just, he's from like North Carolina, so he just oh, has okay. he's got like that. He's got that North Carolina accent that I think is like the funniest thing in the fucking world. Like when he's I can't say I'm familiar. When he's got like he's when like Ray's pointing the gun at Archer in that one club, he's like, "You better put that back in your purse." Okay. Like I that is the funniest shit in the world to me. And like Archer and Frisky Dingo are just full of that. Yeah, you're gonna kill me. Which one's Ray? Ray's um no Ray's Ray's the blonde guy with the mustache. Okay, he's the he's the gay one. Okay, okay. Um, I also I love his character in Archer because um. Archer's thing is that Archer is very much like Archer will bully any male that is like near him, but he but like a lot of it is Archer because like Archer bullies Cyril because Cyril's like a sexual rival for him, but he can't <laughs> he can't do that with Ray because he can't because like Archer is just like obsessed with like women and so like he can't he can't do anything like that with Ray and so Ray has like an equal foot because Ray's also just as good of a spy as him yeah. and so Ray is often one of the only like one of the characters that is always an equal footing with Archer and I think it's really funny and interesting like because Ray's, Ray's is a great character they they don't use him as much as they used to anymore because Adam Reed doesn't want to go in all the time right but like I fuck I think Ray might, might be my favorite character on Archer he's, he's wonderful yeah besides Archer Cyro's the only character whose name I know yeah so. <laughs> they do they do a thing in the most recent season of Archer where they fake you out and they think that they make you think that Ray might have actually turned against the main characters mm -hmm. and I was I was getting ready to like not drop the show but I was getting ready to be really mad about I it feel like I was there while you were watching that you may have been yeah. Um, but thankfully they didn't do that because I thought I thought like oh Adam Reed doesn't want to voice Ray anymore so they'll make him evil so they can write him out and I'm like I would hate this don't do this and they didn't thankfully because i love ray and if they made him evil it would break my heart but um <laughs> so speaking of great voice actors killer mike is in this show yeah yeah i i mean i i knew who killer mike was before i even knew who run the jewels was or yeah even pretty much most stuff on on adult swim killer mike who i i fucking adore killer mike he is amazing in this show he is so unbelievably fucking funny like killer he's one of the best characters everything he says is so funny he's, he's good um, he's been in a shit ton of other stuff. Uh, was it was he on the pilots? Was he a character in any of the pilots? I think I think um, I, know, I know Doom was right. Doom Doom is in Cheyenne Cinnamon. Um, let me think about the pilots. Doom is in Cheyenne Cinnamon. Um, that sucked, right? I don't care for. Some I people, can't remember if I like. Some it or people not. like it. I don't care for it personally. Um, what, was the, what was the fucking plot for that one? It was just like a pop star, but it was really like weird. I didn't like it. It, yeah. looked, it kind of looked like Lucy, Daughter of the Devil. Um, Louise from Bob's Burgers is in it. The wonderful Kristen Shaw, she oh, was I in it. Her. Oh, I love Kristen Shaw so much. Um, I can't wait to do Bob's Burgers. That's gonna be really fun. But um, so Gravity Falls too. We could do Gravity Falls. No, we're doing it. I fucking that, Gravity Falls is one of the only like sh like 
Is it a lore tune? Yeah, Gravity it's Falls. It's one of the only like lore tunes that I like set set out to watch. Gravity Falls is like is like the essential lore tune. I fucking though, love I, Gravity I think. Falls. I like Gravity Falls. I'm not as high in it as a lot of people are. I mean, I'm not like super engrossed in it, but I, I, I really a, enjoyed it. A lot of people are like, "This is the peak of Western animation." No, oh, no. And I like <laughs> it, but I am always gonna be like a Steven Universe stand number one. Sure. I am wearing a Steven Universe hoodie right fucking now. Yeah. I am. I am. Steven Universe is always gonna be my number one in that department. Um, I watched like 15 episodes. Yeah, like 2015. But um, so yeah, Killer Mike is amazing. But um, he's just he's just so fucking funny in this show. Like everything he says is so funny, and he and they give him a bigger role in season two when it's amazing. Unfortunately, they. Well, yeah, I, I thought he'd have a bigger role in season one with how you talked about him. I yeah, guess most of it's season two. Cool, because he becomes he becomes Killface's um vice presidential nominee in season two. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the jokes they make with that are insane oh my god i think i think you'll probably like season two a lot more than season one i like season one a lot yeah because season two a lot of it is just kill face like campaigning and so oh yeah no that's it's sounds- really funny and, and like Taquil is there too and Taquil is like campaigning with is like Taquil has to clean up his messes with stuff because kill face is just like a racist and mm-hmm. so Taquil has to like go and like soothe like the waters and stuff because kill face is an asshole um <laughs> Jesus. It's so I good. I got, got a lot of thoughts on that. They do. Un- <laughs> I actually have some thoughts on that. There's another joke that starts in Frisky Dango and continues over to Archer. It's like a like a running phrase they use. Just, I actually have some thoughts on that. Yeah. But um, another one that's kind of incorporated itself into my vocabulary. Not as much as the others, but I do say that can't like, sometimes. I can't remember you saying that one. I think but, you're lying. But, um, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> but yeah, so what are we talking about? Like, uh, Taquil? Yeah. I love Tequil. He's amazing. Oh, they do, unfortunately, um, in, like, the second to last episode of the show, they do kill off Tequil, which makes me very uh, sad. Really? Yeah, Fucking because... spoilers, dude. But, um, I... But I... They kill off, like, almost every character in season two. It's a Shakespearean tragedy, dude. It kind of, it kind of is. Like, they kill off, um... Well, they kill off almost everyone, like, like, Killface, Xander Cruz, and Simon live. Valerie lives, which I love, because I love Valerie. Good. Um, Valerie also goes on to become Pam on Archer, who's the, one of the best characters on that show too, and she's amazing on Archer. Is that Pam, a love interest? No, Pam is the um, Pam is like the blonde one. She's like the bigger one, but she's like a bad. Oh, I feel like I knew. I, okay, okay, she drinks a lot, right? Yes, yeah. I love Pam. Is a great. Character I remember that character too because they start off and you feel like it's gonna be really mean. So they're just like, oh, she's like, haha, like the fat one. But Pam is is like a badass. Yeah, and Pam like beats the shit out of everyone. And Archer is like, there's there's like a subplot. Archer becomes like addicted to having sex with her, <laughs> and like, because huh? like Archer is like, because like there's a running joke where Archer's like, I'm not gonna have sex with you, Pam. You're gross. And then he has sex with her, and he's like. This is the best sex oh I've ever had God. in my entire life. And he becomes, like, addicted to it. Okay. And he becomes addicted. <laughs> Archie becomes addicted to it so much that he misses his de- his, his maybe father getting murdered, which is, like, a huge plot point in season three. They go so much. I love Archer so much. I need to rewatch the first couple seasons of Archer. I'll watch it with you. It's so good. We, de- we definitely got to do it on here because Archer is an amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. show. I'll, I'll watch it with you. But, um... Amber Nash voices Archer because like this is like the genesis of Archer like um Lucky Yates who voices Krieger on Archer who who does Nash voice in this show um Valerie oh 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 she also does other characters like she does like you said she voices Archer no she voices um Pam on Archer and then she voices um, I misheard you she voices Valerie on Frisky Dingo she also voices um the the unemployed 
Valerie. Valerie's the ga- the one who shows up as the geisha. In okay, the first that's episode. that's what I figured. I just, like I said, I'm bad with names. I'm good and with, um, good with faces. She also does the the Amber Nash does the unemployment lady. The there's gonna be pickles. Yeah. If I get them, like she voices. <laughs> she voices that. She voices that. She does a bunch of stuff like that. Um, throughout um our, our Frisky Dingo. Sure. Um, Lucky Yates who voices. She, she's also Debbie, right? No, Debbie is a different Debbie and um, Grace Ryan are different voice actors. Oh, okay, that's Kate Miller. Kate Miller, who is married to John DiMaggio, aka Bender, and Jake that's Jake it. the dog. Okay, um, I which is really cute. I love that because like when Hulu tried to like Hulu tried to fuck over John DiMaggio for the the new Futurama contract. Yeah, um, she was like on Twitter being like, "Hey, fuck you, pay my husband what he's worth." They didn't, but he went back anyway. But oh, that sucks. Uh, it sucks, but I think. Um, John DiMaggio, I'm sure he has like plenty of money, but I, I, they definitely should pay him what they owe him. But I, John DiMaggio basically said that he came back because he, the, he described it as like, um, well, who, who the fuck else is gonna do Bender? Well, yeah, he described that. He described it as like watching everybody g- get back together for Futurama and not being there right. was like watching Thanksgiving dinner from across the street in the cold rain. Yeah, and so he's like, because he because everyone who makes Futurama genuinely loves it so much, and so that's why he went back to it. How long did it get renewed for? Or is it indefinite? I think it's I think it's two seasons okay. of twenty episodes. No, I think it's one season of twenty episodes. They're gonna be split into two halves. And then they're gonna, they're gonna see what happens, or is it just gonna be that? I think they're gonna see what happens. If I had to guess, they're probably gonna do. I'm sure they're gonna do more. Right. Because um, they said that. Um, I like Future. I've never really watched it, but I like it. We'll do it on here because that's a big one. Well, I've seen a good bit of it. I just haven't it. like sat down and watched it. It's wonderful. But um, Future. They're gonna. I think because what happened to Futurama is the because like Disney bought Fox, yeah, and all the lore tunes. I mean, not fuck, not all, the Fox tunes that are important are like Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, American Dad, Futurama, King of the Hill. Disney bought Fox, ruined everything. That is true. <laughs> um, we'll, I'll get into that. I'm sure on another episode, but um, so hold on, <laughs> you're getting water break. Um. So Disney buys so Disney buys Fox and all that shit, and so they're basically like, I think at this point because there's a Futurama got hard greenlit for revival. King of the Hill, there's something going on with it. I think they're trying to get more made. I'm not sure, huh. but Disney was basically like Futurama is the only cartoon like the Fox tune that that makes a lot of money that is not in production right now. Why is it not in production? Yeah, right yeah now? I don't remember you framing it like that. When, and when that we is did that's this. a. So that's exactly what happened, and so they're like, "Make more of that for Hulu," and so more is coming out. But Very I'm good for us. <laughs> yeah, I think it's okay for us. I love Futurama. Futurama, I always say. Although I kind of think Steven Universe has overtaken Futurama for me in the past couple of years. Yeah. Because my hard top two favorite shows used to always be Venture Number One, Futurama Number Two. But Steven Universe has snuck in there. I think it's Venture, Steven, then Futurama. But um. I, Futurama is such a perfect show, and it—I mean, it's not perfect, but it's a, such a great show, and it ended perfectly, and it's had with the time loop, right? Yes, it's had four perfect endings, and I think they keep pushing their fucking luck. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's kind of one in a million. They keep pushing their luck, and I think that, um, and I think it'll be good. And I'm, an, I'm, I'm already like preparing for it because I'm already like getting super excited about it because I love Futurama so much. But I do think that like. I th- I would much rather see Gus and Wally. I would much rather. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would much rather see Moral Oral come back. You know what I mean? That won't happen. I do because I I think it could. I think Moral. You think it could? I yeah. love Moral Oral, but Moral Oral is getting an audience that 
Moral Oral is getting popular with the BoJack audience on oh, TikTok. I can see that. There is a there is Moral Oral TikTok. That like that is a subsect of, of TikTok. Like Moral Oral is getting the BoJack audience, okay. and I think that is what's going to get it revived at some point. Like if I had to put a place a bet on any um, classic Adult Swim show getting revived, it would be that's not already getting revived. It would be Moral Oral. Is Dino still doing stuff? Like, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. He just like made an album, I think. But um. Good for him. Uh, no, I think, I think Moral Oral is like the, is like, I think they would make that, but I do think I mean, I'd watch it, so. Absolutely, but, um, (laughs) I, I mean, I love Futurama, it's like I said, one of my favorite shows, I love Beavis and Butthead, and that just came back, but I do kind of think that, um, it is frustrating to me, because, like, Moral Oral was such a wonderful show, and they were building towards something amazing, and, like, Emission Hill, like, the Gus, do you know about the concept for Gus and Wally, where it was, was going to explore? No. Mission, I mean, I know Mission Hill. I don't know. I don't Gus know and Wally, the concept. it was going to be Mission Hill, but they shift the focus to Gus and Wally instead of, like, the four roommates. Right. And they would do episodes that would sort of focus on, like, what it was like being gay throughout, like, the 20th century. Oh, that'd be cool. Which oh, shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be, like, phases, right? Yeah, like, they would do, ep- like, it wouldn't be the whole show. They would still, it would still be, like, half, like, regular Mission Hill, but they would do episodes about, like, what it was like to be gay throughout like yeah, the yeah, 20th no, I, century i do remember you telling me about that which is nothing would there's nothing on tv like that yeah that would be insane that would be so good a few years yeah but the thing is um i love that's such a good idea but like they're not gonna make that because there's we're just gonna keep, gonna keep getting like futurama beavis and butthead coming back over and over again until we're all dead you yeah, know what i mean it's like you you always talk about how everything is just franchises and 80s nostalgia and yeah it's just that concept but for the turn of the century yeah which i'm i mean i'm more fine with it because i think beavis and futurama are consistently good and like i am those two are like my favorite things in the world so i'm never not gonna i'm never gonna say no to that right but i do every time they come back i'm just like man i I just wish that like something like gus and wally could get made instead yeah i mean i i would agree the only the only show that i need them to keep making is american dad i yeah if they drop american dad i need hulu to pick it up uh, I think there's enough American Dad. I would, I would, nope. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be too sad if the, if American Dad. Got Although canceled. you've actually sat down and watched all, like I've watched seasons. all of it. I've, I've watched all 350 episodes. I haven't. I've seen a lot of American Dad, but I haven't seen all of it. If I'd seen 350 episodes, I'd probably be tired of it too. I'm not tired of it. I'm still, I still like it, but I think it's not something like if they, if American Dad got a good ending, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like I, it doesn't, it wouldn't break my heart. Yeah, ended. fair. I mean, you can watch 350 episodes on repeat and never, you never, yeah, get tired. you never get tired. But um, anyways, so back to Frisky Dingo. Yeah. Uh, I th- Frisky Dingo is something that I don't want to come back. No. Because I mean, fr- I mean, I because Frisky Dingo ends with um, Killface, Xander, and um, Simon getting abducted by Killface's race and going to his planet. Yeah, that's the ending. Yeah. And season three was going to be about like j- it was just going to be set on like Killface's home planet, which sounds amazing. But I don't, th- you, I really don't think you can you can like fully get the band back together, especially because Adam Reed doesn't uh, doesn't want to do anything when that he's yeah, like the whole show. How old is he? He's he's not old. Yeah, he just thought he's just done. He he's he just made Archer, which is like one of cable one of like the most successful cable right. comedies in twenty tens, so he made a shitload of money. Right. And he just lives on like a farm in North Carolina, just fucking bawling. It's awesome. Good for him. I know, he did an episode of the Adult Swim podcast, like the official one before that got cancelled. <laughs> and um he just he was they like Matt Harrigan went out to like his farm in like North Carolina and they just like talked for an hour about like, you know cool. they talked for an hour about him like Going through like the Flintstones tapes that we talked about on last episode. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, I need to revise my top three. 
because I said my top three were Venture Brothers, Frisky Dingo, and Moral Oral. I am kicking Oral off that, and I am putting Joe Para on there because I Joe Para is my number two of Adult Swim. Yeah, I, I love Joe Para. It is. Um, we saw Joe Para. We did. We did. He was fucking hilarious. Joe Para. Yeah, we saw Joe Para do stand up. He was amazing. We were mad. He was like out of character or whatever. Yes, I saw people on Reddit being like, oh, Joe Perry talked about cum. I didn't like that. And it's like, it's yeah, funny. Yeah, because like the fucking delivery was great. Fuck you. Because <laughs> one of my favorite, because one of because like the the joke they're talking about, I'm pretty sure, was like Joe was talking about um, how he doesn't like role play in the bedroom. And he goes, uh, when I come for the first time, I want it to be as me. And that's that's a Joe yeah, Perry joke. funny. Like that's a joke that would be in the show, just like slightly more vulgar. And it's funny. Yeah. I love Joe Perry. But um, back to the topic of not reviving Frisky Dingo. I think I, st- stuff's allowed to end. Yes, exactly. I think stuff's allowed to end. Frisky Dingo. I think the reason why it's my favorite Adam Reed show and why it's one of my favorite shows ever is because it's so. It's just it's, it's concise. It's twenty. Yeah, it's twenty five episodes of just pure, just the funniest shit in the fucking yeah. world. And I think that if they got more, of, I think if more of it got made, I don't know how far how, if it would be this high up in like my rankings of like adult swim shows right. but yeah it's so funny it, it just feels like it it feels like a youtube video at some at some points it's good yeah it's good it's great um what was it 2006 2007 yeah i killed yeah this goes to 2006 2006 is an insane year for adult swim because like there's the venture brother season two there's aqua teen season four there's this there's metalocalypse season one oh, and there's right. 12 Ounce, huh? Oral too, right? Yeah, or I was getting on Oral Season 2 and 12 Ounce Mouse Season 2. So, like, in a single night on Adult Swim in 2006. That's immaculate, bro. That is immaculate. <laughs> do, you have, um, do you have recordings of it? I So, I have one, but it's actually really fucked up and corrupted, and it makes uh, me sad. Well, just get another one. Uh, I can try, but those are kind of hard to come by. But, like, it's amazing, because it is literally just like, here's a new episode of Metalocalypse, Moral Oral, 12 Ounce Mouse, and Frisky Dingo in a fucking row, and also Aqua Teen in a fucking row. It is... You said Metalocalypse? Yeah. Oh, that's older than I thought it was. Metalocalypse is from this generation, because, like, there's, um... Really? Yeah, because Adult Swim, Adult Swim shows, like, they, yeah, that, they have that insanely good foundation that we talked about. Yeah. But by 2000, by the time 2005 rolls around... Everything that's not Aquatine is pretty much gone. It's yeah. pretty much ended. So they give all those guys like a they give that entire all those guys like a new show. So it starts like a new generation of Adult Swim, where like um, Matt Malera, like the Aquatine guys get to make Twelve Ounce Mouse, Perfect Hair Forever, and Squidbillies. So they Squidbillies lasted fucking forever. Squidbillies is one of the longest Adult Swim shows. So like I've they never watched an episode. I don't think. I like, I remember seeing commercials for it as like a six year old. Squidbillies is old. I love Squid. I I think Squidbillies is good. It's probably my least favorite Dave and Matt show, but I like it. Oh, uh, I think I think it does a lot of interesting stuff that I, I love. I've never seen an episode for real. Um, it's it's good. I like what they did in the last season. They replaced the racist guy with Tracy Morgan. I thought that which was very is, funny. Which is awesome. But um, so it's like Twelve Months Mouse, Squidbillies, Perfect Hair is like um the next Aqua Teen generation, and then um. Well, Aquatine went to when? Huh? Aquatine goes to 2015. Right. And and also it's back. So, like, the, the, they had the oh, shorts. Oh. They had the shorts in the movie this year. So, Aquatine is effectively back. I don't right. know if they're going to make more or not. They want to make more. But, um. Plus, it can't be fucking expensive to make it. No, exactly. Right. Make more. Um, so, I, so that's sort of the next generation of Aquatine. The C-Lab guys get to make Frisky Dingo. That's their next generation. Yeah. Um, the metal, and metal and the home movies which is brandon small and lauren bouchard branches off into metalocalypse and lucy daughter of the devil that's crazy yeah that those that that comes from home movies 
Yeah, nice. it, Metalocalypse does come from there was, and you even see that DNA of Metalocalypse in home movies, which I love. Yeah, like there are like um, one of the characters in home movies just plays like guitar all the time, and you listen to it, and it sounds like Doomstar, like it's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, but are so, those the guys who you showed me that behind the scenes clip of them just fucking with the guitar once, or are those Aqua Teen guys? I feel like those are probably the Aqua Teen guys because yeah, the, 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 the uh, uh, guitars are big on adults. That's swim. the only way I can describe that. They're just fucking. With, yeah, I guess more than one person can play guitar. A lot of um, <laughs> Matt Malero is infamous for his guitar playing. A lot of Adult Swim creators just like hang around in William Street and like play guitar all the time. Yeah, I mean, cool. And they just fucking they just fucking like shred on the guitar. It's it, awesome. It, I've never wanted to do media as a job or anything, but it sounds like a fucking wonderful place to have been exactly i'm obsessed with william street it's why i love fish center so much because it's just like you just get to spend an hour in william street i love it but um so fucking so yeah that's sort of like the next generation of adult swim i think and then they just kind of branch off from there like like because like the we love we're big we're huge fans of the heart she holler fucking love that show we're huge fans of what's what's the other pretty face well, yeah, but that's that's from the Aqua Teen guys. I'm trying. Oh, to, I'm okay. thinking more of PFFR because we love. We like Neon Joe. Yeah, that is PFFR, but that's that's not that's more of like John Glazer through PFFR. I'm thinking about like the core comedy group, Xavier Renegade Angel. We love that. I feel like I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Xavier? No. Uh, that's a big show. You well, love that. <laughs> yeah, well, like that's a big internet show. You've seen it. You've seen you've seen that. I'm sh- I'm sure I've seen bits. But um, we've seen uh, what's 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 the, what's that fucking movie we watched? Final Flesh. Yeah, that we, was that was something. We're big Final Flesh. Fans here, we love Final Flesh. Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting. Um, but th- those guys, it's worth a watch. <laughs> those guys made Wonder Shows in for MTV Two, and the Wonder Shows is is an Adult Swim show. Yeah, and it's just on MTV Two, and Adult Swim saw those guys. Show me clips of that. Yeah, and they were like, and it's kind of like grabbed from MTV and like here, make shit for us, and so that's how Xavier I, starts. I think it's funny that I've seen like the entirety of Final Flesh, and I haven't seen like. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's funny. It's because a lot of our friendship is because a lot of the times you're watching something with me for the first time, and so we watch stuff like more obscure, like Archie Holler or Your Pretty Face. Yeah, we, that was your first time watching both of those, right? I've seen Pretty Face, but it used to freak me out. Even though, even when I was a teenager, yeah, it used yeah, to I mean, freak it's, me out. It's fine, it's weird. So um, it only freaked me out because I used to be very terrified of the concept of hell. And so that right. that freaked me out to, to the point that I didn't want to watch it. But now that I'm adult and I'm like, oh, this is the shit that like people made up to force people to like stay in line and I don't care. It doesn't it doesn't freak me out nearly as much, you know, like um, so now like I but like when I was a young teenager, I would still watch it. But I'm like, I don't like this. It gives me anxiety. Right. I don't want to watch this. But we definitely watched the last two seasons of Pretty Face for the first time. Okay. Love that show. It is a fantastic show. That's probably one. I might do. like it more than Harchie. Than Harchie Holler. Yeah, I think I it's, do really like Harchie Holler. It's funnier than Harchie Holler, but Harchie Holler is a more um is more interesting with like the plots. Oh, they whoa, have going on. yeah. I mean, your pretty face is a fucking sketch show, basically. It's very, it's very different, but um, yeah. First we didn't go was so good. I love it. I love the extra gold. I love Simon. Um, I love, there's a, the, the character Phil is huge at this season. Like, Phil's like the guy with cancer. Uh, I re- yeah. Um, I love Phil. He's, he's all over the season. He, obviously, he, you know what he reminded me of? Who? He reminded me of Dylan from Severance. I don't know why. Eh, I don't really d- see maybe it. Maybe just cause he, maybe just cause, honestly, my, probably just the hair. Eh, yeah, it could be. Um, I love, Phil does get murdered in the last episode though, so he's not in season two, but I forgot how kind of a huge part he plays in this 
Um, Frisky Dingo also, I swear to God, this show is an SCP because every <laughs> single time that I watch it, I somehow <laughs> find I somehow find a new joke that I missed. I don't know how, but no, that's just how watching stuff is. No, because it doesn't <laughs> happen with any other show. Yeah. And, and every any other show, I, I... It's just, like, an exceptionally smart show. Yes. They pack... Because, like, there's a couple that I caught... Um, the two that I caught this time, when we watched it last night, that I um, didn't catch before, is um, when Xander Cruz shows the newspaper... That, someone shows the newspaper, it says Xander Cruz is missing. On the bottom corner, it says Cruz's parents still dead, which is funny. And yeah, then also... In the episode when Phil throws up on Killface's car and they have to like wash it out, like in the scene before that, he's eating cereal mm-hmm. and then Killface rents the car wash and Killface is he's really mad. He's like, he's like four bloody bowls worth. I didn't realize that he was talking about like four bowls worth of cereal, cereal not puke. <laughs> yeah, so full four bowls worth of cereal puke, which I didn't get. It's just like I hate puke. Every single. Like every single time I watch this show, there is, and I feel, and I've I've watched the show probably upwards of fifty times, honestly. Oh, crazy, actually. Over like the past, <laughs> I've never seen anything that much. Over like the past, no, that's not true. I watched all of Destiny Deoxys every night between third and fourth grade. Yeah, like over like the past ten years, I feel like I've probably watched Fisky Dingo at least like upwards of like fifty to a hundred times, mm-hmm. and I. And somehow every time I find like a new joke that I didn't that I didn't like catch the first time. It's an insanely dense. That's why it's one of my favorites because it's so densely packed. It's just it's a fucking amazing show. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was fucking funny and it really did feel like a movie. Yeah, it is just this is like it's just like a movie like this. Um, it's even got the arc where they're like not friends anymore for yeah. a little bit. And... and the second one is just like it too. The second one's like the sequel. I think um, 12 Ounce Mouse is the thing that's literally edited together as a movie. Yeah. But I think 12 Ounce Mouse kind of works better episodically well, almost. It's fucking freaky. It's freaky, but I it love it. Hard. Like, I, remember tr- I remember trying to watch it last time we did Zoo Day. And well, like I watched it, but it was like really hard to follow. Well, the thing is, that's how it, I, I don't know the plot of 12 Ounce Mouse. Oh, word. That no one no no one truly knows the plot of Twelve Ounce Mouse. Oh, it's Mouse. just like things happening. It there is there they give you the information to put it together, and um, Hunter and I have gotten very 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 close to putting it all together. Like Hunter and I will spend hours being like, okay, they say this and this fits together with this. That's fucking cool. And we almost that's why I love that show so much. Oh yeah. And we almost it, we it almost feels like we have it put together, but like no one. Fully knows what Tomat's mouse about, except for Matt Malero. I'll let you. I'll let you talk about your merch more. Uh, when when did when did you come across that DVD? Like when did that get added to your collection? Tomat's mouse DVD. Yeah. I won that in a Twitter giveaway actually. Yeah. So you get it for free? Yes. Nice. In fall 2018. That's but, awesome. A year before that, I got the Australian version because I'm like, I don't have enough money to buy the you still American. Have that? Yes. Okay. Like I don't have enough money to buy the American version. This plays on my DVD player. This is good enough. It was to cope basically. Yeah. And then a year later, um, Classic Swim, who's a very great Twitter account, he did like a giveaway and he gave me the Twilight Mouse DVD because I won. That's cool. It was awesome. How'd you win? I don't know. It was just like a <laughs> random thing. Oh, it was just like you got your name picked from like people who liked it or whatever. Yeah. That's cool. It was great. But um, for merch merch corner for Frisky Dingo, there are like. There are two pieces of Frisky Dingo merch that exist. There is the DVDs, which I, which are probably like some of my most watched DVDs ever. And the first Adult Swim Kid Robot series has a very flimsy, like, kill face figure. That's like, Show me that sometime. It's like, it's it's hilarious how bad it is. That's it's funny. That's why I want to see it. <laughs> it is like, the best way to describe it, it's like something you would get out of, like, a quarter machine at CC's. It is fucking hilarious. You, um, you remember when... 
You remember when we tried to do this and we did the Simpsons podcast and yes. you got us like Simpsons figures? Yes, that Were was those really also fun. Kid Robot. Yes, but that was. Good. I still have that. That's on my desk. Good. I love Kid Robot. I just finished. Um, I just finished getting all the season one, the series one of Futurama Kid Robots. Nice. And I'm getting so. Um, that was huge for me when I was younger. The Futurama Kid Robots, but I never had enough money to get them all. Are those the ones that you have on your shelf now that replaced Rick and Morty? Those are the big ones. Yeah, I got remember Rick and Morty ones because I don't want just totally totally on my understandable shelf for right now. Um, but no, this, these are like, these are like the minifigures. Yeah, no, I know, I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I got those, and, um, so I bought an empty display box, and I'm gonna fashion it into a background for the shelf. That's cool. So I'm, I'm gonna, like, cut it into, like, a background for the shelf, basically, that I'm, that I'm, like, doing with this. Uh, our, our, our merch shelves are gonna be so fucking epic. I'm, I mostly have, like, retro consoles and Pokemon, but still. Yeah, I have a, I am very much a lot of adult swim stuff i have a lot of those um also one thing i want to say on here um every single media company rips ripped off what the venture brothers did with their action figures because the venture brothers when they're when they're because the venture brothers was very popular on adult swim in like their um 2000s yeah and they were like okay it's time to make toys because like this is what happens when you you do when you have a cartoon (laughs) that's popular but they didn't want to make regular action figures. So what they did is they made these bulky dolls with like felt clothing because that's what that's what action figures were in the 70s and they thought it would be really funny to only make these the only toys that were available. <laughs> and but so they do that's that. Funny. <laughs> they do that. I have like a bunch of them. And then like 5 years after that like a, like nostalgia becomes so marketable that you go into Target and you can buy like those kind of figures of like Stranger Things characters, yeah, and you, like Star Trek characters. Yeah, they also did like a run of um, just old characters in general. They still sell that at the Walmart I work at. Yeah, exactly. That's Doc and Jackson figured that out like ten years before like most media companies did, <laughs> which is also a huge thing with the Venture Brothers because um, here we'll finish we'll finish this episode up by talking about the movie we just saw. I was about to say yeah, we got to talk about Megan. We just we just, <laughs> we just came back from seeing Megan. Fucking good movie. Wonderful movie. But something I was thinking about during that movie is that the aunt, I think her name was Gemma. Yeah. She is literally just Dr. Venture because – Yeah, she, he, he looked at me halfway through the movie and he was just like, it's just Venture Bros. Like she's <laughs> – which is also everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She is – You say that a lot, yeah. Yeah, she is just Dr. Venture because she doesn't want this fucking kid and she just like – she just wants to like do her stupid science shit and she wants to like make um, like a robot to take care of her kid for her. And she just like – she's just Dr. Venture. It's awesome. Although – she goes through an arc that Doctor Venture would take like seven seasons to go through in like yeah. one movie, but um. Well, I mean, it's, it's a movie. Yeah, it's um great movie. It was good. I don't like slashers. I don't like. I don't like horror. I don't like horror. I, I don't like horror in general. The only horror I've ever really liked that I like will go watch again was is the VHS series. Fucking love VHS. The only horror that I really like is Adult Swim stuff, like Wham City, like this house people in it and yeah, unedited footage of a bear. There's one other horror movie that I really like. It's about. It's the dude with peach fuzz. You know, you know what I'm talking about. It's a guy who is who like lies about how he is dying of cancer, and he like has this dude come and record himself for his like unborn son that doesn't exist, like the son that he's expecting. I have no idea. What you're and he about. puts on the wolf costume, and he like does the peach fuzz voice or a song, and then he fucking kills him at the end of it. It's fuck me, man. It's super good. Someone watching this knows what I'm talking about because it's like a big thing. It's like a, it's like a big movie. When did it come out? 2014, maybe. I have no clue what you're talking about. 
I will find it in two seconds. Keep go say what you were gonna say. But it's called Creep. What is it called? Creep. Never heard of it. It's fucking good. But um no my um, my taste in horror is very much just like I love unedited footage of a bear. I love um like the of people in it. Um Adult Swim also dropped their third movie and their first non-Aquatine movie a couple months ago, The Fireplace, the Adult Swim U-Log. That was awesome. That's probably, I loved that. That's probably going to be an episode unless we unless I wanted I'm, I might just include it with the infomercials episode cuz it's just like a feature length infomercial. Yeah. That's going to um, be a fun episode. There's a lot of commentary in that. Yes, I love The Fireplace. That was really good. That is the third Adult Swim movie, the first non-Aquatine Adult Swim movie. If you count, like, you know, like, if you only count, like, William Street produced ones. Right. Because I think that, like, Bob's Burgers movie is an Adult Swim movie. Futurama yeah, Avengers Big Score is an Adult Swim movie. Bebop movie is an Adult Swim movie. Um, speaking of one thing we were talking about a second ago, where, um, we were talking about how, like, everyone on year one of Adult Swim gets, like, a second show. Mm-hmm. Um, even Cowboy Bebop has that with Samurai Champloo. Like I said that in the last episode. Like Samurai Champloo is well, like Bebop didn't start off as Adult Swim at all, right? It started off. Yeah. Oh, it did. Bebop is night one. Huh. Night one of Adult Swim is Brack Show. Um, Aqua Teen is actually not on night one. Aqua Teen is week two. The show was made for Adult Swim, or just the English? No, no, no. See, oh, the okay, English stuff. See, that's what I was thinking. The English show was made for Adult Although, Swim. Although I guess Samurai Champloo probably wasn't made for Adult Swim either. No, it wasn't. But the um, I have a I have a Samurai Champloo DVD set that I got from Second and Charles, which is a used DVD store. Um, yeah, I love that set. It is huge. We'll go and just fucking look at shit. It is huge. It is bulky as fuck. It is just like a it's because it's like six like little mini disc holders in one. Yeah. And on the back of it, it says in giant letters, "As seen on Adult Swim," which, which is really that's funny. That's cool. And I saw that. And I'm like, because I, that's one of the few anime that I've actually finished. I've seen like parts of it. I'm excited to sit down and watch the whole thing. It's a great show. I do. I think the first anime we got to do has got to be Fooly Cooly because we're gonna sit down and knock it out in like six episodes. Sure. Fooly Cooly, great. Uh, it is a wonderful show. But so um, bleach. Yes, we definitely do bleach. Fucking uh, love bleach. Do you can do a whole podcast on bleach? Yeah, I'm sure. There, I'm, sh- I'm sure there is one. There's got to be a bleach podcast. Yeah. But um, I can't think of anything more about Frisky Dingo. Doesn't I mean? I do think like I do like like I said. I like how this show is very leftist. I like how it's just about like oh, it, rich, rich people being dicks. Yeah, it's about rich people being dicks and about like not having health insurance and about like being poor. We didn't talk at all about what's his name, Stan. Stan. And then, then the Harumph clones. We didn't talk at all about oh, that. Oh, I the, the, the Harumph clones were big for me too. I love the Harumph clones. I love Stan. Um he's they're fucking eat, they're cannibals. That's, yeah, that's they're <laughs> they don't talk about it either. They, it just happens. Like Stan kills one they of the clones. Harumph and they fucking eat him. Like Stan kills one of the clones and it goes off screen and they eat it. And then also um like it eats Xander Cruz's ear in one scene. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> Stan's a great character. They he's modeled after Adam Reed's dad, which is very funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I love Stan. He's very funny. He's, he's one of the few characters that lives to the end, actually. But um, <laughs> fucking spoilers, dude. Stan's a great character. I also love Killface's. I mean, Santa Cruz is like, yeah, I actually got to go kill Stan because like his because he just like. He gets – it's really funny that he gets, like, just reincorporated back into the fold in season two where he just plays the exact same role that he did where he's just, like, kill faces – he's just, like, Xander's, like, advisor again. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Because, like – because he's just, like – he's not going to, like, fire Stan. Like, he has no one else in his life. He's not going to fire him. So right. Stan is just, like, back to, like, 
it they just kind of reset it for season two because they have like a bunch more shit to go on. Yeah, they're like fuck it, it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> it's a great show, but we can probably um wrap this up. Yeah, go see Megan. It's gonna be yeah. out of theaters by the time. Oh yeah, go out, still. go stream Megan on like Shutter or whatever the fuck. Fucking, it's good. I doubt it's a Shutter film. It's it's not like a it's not a horror movie. It's a comedy. Yeah, but no, I mean, but I feel like I don't know. Horror, all horror stuff's on Shutter. Also, um, Skin Rink. Well, yeah, Skin Rink. <laughs> Skin Rink is a Shutter original. Fucking watching that, you couldn't pay me. Skin Rink. I think Skin Rink interests me because it is very much, um, very much like uh, like Wham City type horror, like it's people in it type horror. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, also, one more Adult Swim related thing to Skin Rink is, um, have you ever seen the Broodwitch episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force? What happens in it? It's the one with the evil sandwich, and if you take a bite of it, it transports you to, like, this hell dimension. I may have, actually. And it's, like, the whole episode is just, like, this disembodied voice being, like, come on, take a bite. And it's, like, I, I feel come like, to me I feel and like, taste. Yeah, 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 I feel like I've seen that. And someone posted on Twitter today, um... In this house. <laughs> yeah, someone posted on Twitter, was, like, what would happen if the, like... What would happen if the Aqua Teen Hunger Force got into a Skin and situation? And I quote tweeted and said, that's just the Broodwitch episode. Because it I is. I saw that tweet. Saw yeah, because it is. Because the Skin and is just like a voice telling these kids to do fucked up shit. And that's just what would happen. Like, it was that was just it was just the Broodwitch episode. But, yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, um, Spring Megan good. Spring Megan was amazing. Spring Megan. Uh, Spring Megan when it comes out. Um, Spring Skin and and tell me how it is because I'm not gonna watch it. Um, watch the Venture Brothers. Uh, that's I'm probably gonna end every episode by saying um, watch the Venture Brothers because it's everything good about modern media, and it's the perfect show and I love it. Um, so I'm gonna so you can follow me on Instagram, see all the shit merch that I talk about at Adult Swim Merch Ar- Archive, yeah, like do under, that. underscore under every word. Um, you can the follow, Adult Swim Merch Archive. Yeah, there you go. You can follow um, our Twitter account at Owls Only Pod on Twitter. You can follow my Twitter account at um, Mouse Fitzgerald without the D. Yeah. Or it's, I'm probably my screen name is just like Bryce Number Six or Seven Streams Fan. Um, you want to plug anything? Um, no, I'm thinking we'll make a YouTube channel for this too, though, because it's not, especially once we move out, we'll we'll record these yeah. with the camera and yeah. we'll, we'll upload those. So. All right. We'll see you next time. See ya.